welcome to the Josh Johnson Show. I'm Josh Johnson, joined by my co-host and fellow stand-up comedian, Logan Nielsen. Logan, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, buddy. How are you, man? Um, I, I feel like... You know that you know that point where you're not sure if the turbulence is dangerous, like when you're on a plane and you're like, "Is this is this bad or yeah. is this just the wind?" Uh, yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah, we crashing or just landing? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that's how you're feeling. Yeah, well, that sounds a little iffy then yeah i mean you, you can't be doing good every day that that's just that's unreasonable <laughs> hey that's um, you know what i'm and so sorry we're always... i'm so sorry what? i okay the noise you just heard was <laughs> it was my nunchucks hitting the floor oh my god i knew the nunchucks would work their way back into the show somehow but like Wait, you... no they're under what i'm sitting on and then they rolled because okay. they're like perfectly round Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was wondering if you just had them like sitting on your desk just in case you'd need them no. halfway through recording. No, not at all. No, no. <laughs> They're under the desk. All right. You don't want okay. them in plain sight. Right. Yeah. Then the intruder could grab them. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to give them an attack of opportunity. You want to get them with the nunchucks yeah. that are <laughs> rolling around your floor. Yeah. Willy nilly. I'm gonna get them. <laughs> Hey man, you just uh you were just on the road, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So look, this is so much happened, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I man. And it was one of those things where honestly, I I it would have been dope if you could come, but it was not going to be it was not going to be worth the hazards at the uh <laughs> the potential risk to your health, the extra traveling. Right. Oh. But uh, yeah, I get time. I went. probably still would have done it though. <laughs> That's good to know for the future. That yeah, yeah, you're, you're about to be invited to some hell gigs. Hey, listen, I've I told you I will I will travel for you. There's not much I will travel for. To doing shows with you though, I will travel for. That means a lot to me. Because uh, yeah. this is okay. So <laughs> it's interesting because I went with my buddy Mo, and Mo is like very laid back, very just chill. Right. This dude meditates. This is this is a mm-hmm. this is a relaxed individual, right? Yeah. yeah. But we were all we were both feeling some type of way. So we get in, right? And it's only in DC. So it's not that far of a drive from right. where where we are in Brooklyn, right? So, you know, we're driving a good little chunk of the day. Um, don't hit too much traffic, but we do get there with only like two hours before the show, right? So the show's at seven. Oh, and we get there at five. So we get there, get to the hotel and everything. And then I'm like, we, we have to eat something because we just took the trip nonstop, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so basically we, there, there was this restaurant that was next to the venue. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. This is going to be great. Okay. And we run in and it's a Mexican restaurant. And I'm like, all right, there's, this is the we tried to go to a different Mexican restaurant before this, and it couldn't be more closed. And Google said it was open, and I felt so betrayed. And couldn't be more closed. Did they have chains over the front door? Yeah, or? they are not open as a business anymore. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and so then uh, we go to this second Mexican restaurant, and so we go to order, and I ask for a quesadilla, but I've been burned in the past with. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, they come out hot. Oh, you're yeah. a monster. Come on. Come on now. I, huh? Come on. A little, little golf swing with that one. Come on. You're not a good person. Uh, 
<laughs> but, you know, I've been burned before, so I was like, let me go ahead and read what's in the quesadilla because I know everyone doesn't make the same standard quesadilla. Some people put sour cream into the, the quesadilla and then press it, and I'm not a fan of that. So as I'm right. reading down, the ingredients are cheese. All right, we're in a good place. This makes sense. Mm-hmm. Your choice of meat. Oh, even better. We're, you know, this is, this. I get choices now. Peppers. Right. Now we're cooking with gas, right? Mm-hmm. Raw onion. And they made a point to say raw onion. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess some people like a little extra crunch. All right, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah. Too choosy. I've had tacos with just yeah, with just cut the up onions. onions on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're still. Usually, just says onion. Doesn't say raw onion in the menu. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm like, hey, we're still in a good place cooking with gas. We're we're on our way. Mm-hmm. Then I read mayonnaise. Oh no. Then I read mustard. Okay. And then. Then it stops. Then, then, the, then the description is over. But I was like, how is it? Does that even taste good? How, why, would you, why would you do this? So then I order my food. I order the quesadilla. And I'm like, hey, can I get a quesadilla? No mustard, no mayonnaise, which I never thought I'd have to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, that's up there with like, could I, could I please get a burrito, hold the ketchup? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Can I get some spaghetti, no chocolate syrup, please? Yeah. And so, yeah. so then I order that. And we... You know, Mo orders his thing. And Mo is like, could I get, for the side, can I get rice and beans? And they were like, I'm sorry, we don't have any rice. And he was like. How? What do you, what do you mean? And like, we don't have any rice. He's like, today? Or like, what? <laughs> it's like, no, we don't have, we don't serve rice. And he was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> and then uh, we take this back. So he, I think he just got beans. It was like, it was like his tacos with just beans, I think. And then we get back to the hotel. And man, this is clearly a place that should have been a burger joint. Right. Masking yeah. itself as a Mexican restaurant. Because <laughs> if you yeah. want mustard and mayo with your choice of meat and lettuce and cheese, just get a burger. Right. Just that, yeah. that's what a burger is. I mean, they do call tacos the Mexican hot dog, you know? So, yeah, yeah. That's I guess, to, I guess that's where we are. I was really hoping that joke was going to get a laugh, but, uh, <laughs> but it didn't. Yeah, no, this sounds exactly like what we were talking about when, uh, that sushi place you went to that is, was clearly a front for, yeah, <laughs> for something else. This sounds like that. This sounds like. They just panicked. Like, I don't know. What do we have? Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll do this. Yeah. You can, it comes with mustard. I don't know. Do you have any rice? No. God, no. We don't have any rice. Why do we have rice? Why are you asking stupid have questions? Yeah. You ask a lot of questions. What are you, a fed? <laughs> you have to tell me. You have, huh? to, tell you have me. to tell me. <laughs> yeah. That's entrapment if you don't tell me. <laughs> I ask you, you got to say it. Now, that'll be 1642. <laughs> and uh, And then, man. We also almost got in a car accident. Um, we were just driving around. This is before the show. We were trying to find a Chick-fil-A because I was like, all right, we we didn't we didn't do very well on like the local eats. So right. let's just find, let's find a chain. A chain, right? So we chose Chick-fil-A and then we went on a quest. It was way too hard to find this Chick-fil-A. That like right. I don't know what they're doing there. I don't know if they're trying to hide it from the people that they hate or something, but like it was <laughs> it was insane. 
I found it on Google Maps. So now it, this should be right. cut and dry. We should be able to get right into it. Yeah. And we we drive there and we have to park in a parking lot that's like next to the mall that it's in. So we do okay. that. We walk into the mall. And this was one of the biggest malls I had ever been in my life. And half the stores were closed. I was like, this look, this seems like everybody <laughs> died already. This was like some 28 <laughs> days later type thing. Because it was right, like yeah. so many people were missing in this scenario. <laughs> and some of the stuff that was open, I was like, ah, that, that could have been open. Yeah, I mean, like it wasn't as if like the, the kissing booth was closed. It's like... <laughs> It was like a shoe store was closed. I was like, yeah, that, that could have, right. you know. And anyway, so we're walking, walking, and we cannot seem to find it. And we only pass. This was so creepy. The only other people that we see <laughs> are two teenage girls who are, like, all in their phone and just walk past us and everything. And I'm also right. very nervous to ask people for directions because, you know, like, got a mask on and everything and try and get people's mm-hmm. attention. That's terrifying. Also two black right. guys and one of us is big. Like Mo's a tall guy. So <laughs> yeah. I have to look out for his safety too. I can't be doing <laughs> little black man shit while a big black man is next to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Cause even if they're not threatened by me, they're going to be scared of him. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Mo, Mo always has a smile on his face. He's, he's like, he's like one of the cheeriest people I know, but you can't see that under a mask. Under a mask <laughs> is a masked, <laughs> tall black guy. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> right. True. So then I'm like, let, let's just, you know, mind our own business and try to find this on our own. <laughs> and then the creepiest thing, it was just a mother and her son came out of nowhere and they came out of nowhere so hard that I almost cursed. Right. <laughs> like I almost, <laughs> I almost cursed this little four year old's face. Cause it, it, it was creepy. It was like they died at this, at this abandoned mall. And now they were just, you know, ghost yeah. shopping there for the rest of eternity. So then they actually get our attention and ask us where the elevator is. And we're like, Oh, we, we don't know. Um, and before we can say, do you know where the Chick-fil-A is? She's like, okay, thanks. And then walks off. <laughs> and then we finally find a directory and the Chick-fil-A isn't even on the directory. So I'm like, right. we got to get out of here. Like not only am I hungry now, but we've wasted time. Like I, I kind of yeah. wanted to explore and stuff. And we already, yeah. we already got up at noon. So it's like, we're, we're burning a lot of time just trying to find this one, this one place. So then we're walking back. And as we walk back, we realize that the mall it's either a different mall or an extension of this mall that we're parked in. And on that one in the directory is the Chick-fil-A on the other side. And so I'm like, this is this is how, a game. This is how people die here. Yeah, like, how should they use directories? Instead of you are here, did it just say where are you? Yeah. It, <laughs> it might as well have. It might as well have put an extra W on the here. Yeah. It's a it's a directory for a mall you're not at. Yeah. It was it was it was too much. So then we went to um a Shake Shack and mm-hmm. um it was it was fine. It Got was yourself good. a nice quesadilla with mayo and mustard. Yeah. Right. And then everyone's favorite. <laughs> and then, man, we we were like cause then Bo was like, hey, Look, if you want Chick fil A, I we can there's other locations we can go to one. I'm like, we've wasted too much time. But mm-hmm. it's, it's not worth it. So then we just <laughs> eat at the Shake Shack. And I'm like, we could maybe just get Chick-fil-A in, in between shows tonight because we had two shows. And yeah. so we did. That night in between shows, we had like an hour and a half. So we're like, oh, we're just going to grab some Chick-fil-A before they close. 
and it was a terrible mistake. So I mm. we get there and we have like 20 minutes. It's not like I cuz I used to work in a restaurant, so I know what it's like when some idiot comes in at 9:59 and you close at 10 and now you have to serve this whole new person. Like I never want right, to be yeah. that guy even at a fast food place. But I feel right. like 20 minutes is still like okay, maybe you're cleaning up, but like, you know, yeah, some stuff's at least made. Yeah, for fast food to, you know, yeah. there's usually that, you know, it's fast. They like to just get you the hell out. Like, yes, if it was a restaurant restaurant, yeah. Yeah. Don't go in yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes left. No, man. Cuz they are going to hate you. you they're going to do stuff to your food. Dude, I'm I'm ever since I worked at a restaurant at like 16, it it I've never done that. Like I've even asked, no. like, like in the in the in the the sushi thing, I asked them, "Hey, do you are you guys closing?" Because I never want to do that to people. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But I, I, we get there and there's still 20 minutes. So I'm like, they must have even had some leftover stuff or something. You know what I mean? Like we're we're mm-hmm. we're fine. So I go and I order, and there's a very a very sweet kid behind the cash register, but he couldn't be more nervous for some reason, and. He messes up my order. Like I'm I say, so this is my fault. This is I'm gonna say this now. This was my fault. Okay. I asked for my meal and an extra large fry, right? Okay. Then he was like, okay, he's repeating my order back to me. He's like, and for the meal, you want a, a large fry. And I was like, yeah, but could I get an extra large fry? And he was like, well, we don't have extra. And so we just do this who's on first thing for like a good three <laughs> minutes where I'm like, no, I would like an, an extra large fry. Yeah, and he's like, another, well, another large fry. And it took me so long to say another that even he was like, I can't give you an extra large fry because we only have large yeah. fries. And I was like, I don't it's need a, an extra large it's a fry. size we don't have, sir. I need an You're being extra very difficult. large fry, right? You're going to have to order something we actually have here if you want it, sir. Right. Third base. <laughs> And so then, then I'm, he's like, "So you want another fry?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that that's all I want." And so then I order mo orders. I I pay, and I knew I knew this wasn't gonna be good because I had already burned. So we got 20 minutes, right? Yeah. I already burned seven of the minutes ordering. So that's that, so absurd. That is it, seven minutes. So it did it. Okay. This is the, normally it would be only my fault. And I recognize right. my fault in it, but he was also like not help because then I was like, no, I don't need any more fries. I need the fry that comes with the meal and then an extra fry. And then he was like, oh, you mean another? I was like, so this whole thing just took way too long. Right. And yeah. and so then I You guys were doing shtick for like six <laughs> minutes then. Good lord. And then I finish I you know, as soon as I finish talking and I pay, I look up and another guy has a bag and he's handing it to me. And I'm like, Oh no, this is these fries are off the floor. There's no way. <laughs> there's no way you made because I wasn't done talking yet. So there's no way you made the thing that fast. Yeah. And then uh yeah, sure enough, I bit into the first fry and I'm pretty sure I chipped a piece of ice because these were cold <laughs> and, and and so these these were so cold and then uh the sandwiches are great though so then it was kind of like ah, yeah. no harm no foul right well you wanted extra large fries they they only shrink when you you you, you know you broil them yeah when you microwave so, them for the second yeah, time it's when they're because when they're still blocky nicey they're they're much chunkier you know yeah so you get your extra large fries yeah third base <laughs> Well, that's fun. But the shows were good, though. Yeah, the shows were good. 
it was it, it ended up selling better than I thought it would, you know, because nice, in the time that we're living in, I think a lot of people are scared to buy tickets to a thing because it might get canceled. Mm-hmm. So they buy their tickets last minute. Right. But then when I looked at the pre-sales, I was like, oof, OK, fingers crossed. Right. And then, you know, as the day of came, people start really buying tickets, which was great. And how did it feel to like be in a club again? Because you've been doing primarily outdoor shows and like rooftop stuff. Yeah, like. almost exclusively. I haven't even done that many Zoom yeah. shows in a long time. Um, right. So how did it feel to like be in a club setting again, even though it was with all the restrictions and stuff? It was it was nice, except I think the audience was also feeling weird because for some of them this was their right. first thing that they were doing. Yeah. So then they were trying to remember how to be around people. <laughs> That is a challenge, man. Yeah, I'm surprised that no one tried to change the channel on me if they didn't like my set. That's how I know <laughs> out of just, society people have been. Or tried to mute you or something. <laughs> that's the thing too. I'm I'm wondering if people are gonna be even less cognizant of their noise being at a comedy show. <laughs> you know, they already weren't, you know, stellar yeah. before, but now too with Zoom shows. Because every Zoom, we've joked about it on Zoom shows too, but every Zoom show you do, there's always someone who's just like, comedy. I'm watching comedy. No, it's a lot. It's over Zoom. Zoom. No, Zoom. Like you have, like someone will just have it and you got to find who the fuck it is to mute them or whatever. Luckily, the ones we've done have a moderator. Yeah. The the show. I'm ruining it right now. (laughs) Me. Yeah, ruining it. Yeah. Yeah, talking to you. Yeah, because every show, I've yet to do one that hasn't had someone just start talking to someone else. And luckily they get muted quick, but so I'm yeah. waiting for that to be happening in a live setting. People forget <laughs> they're no longer <laughs> at home anymore. Yeah, I feel like social skills are going to take a little while to come back because they're also stunted because of the pandemic time. And then also... Right being drunk in a place doesn't help oh absolutely yeah well the social skills are stunted and then also we've become all more hostile with each other yeah of like of like don't touch me or the other ones who are just like it's a it's a hoax yeah cuck like you know it's like we're <laughs> there's out on the streets now with people it's just general hostility yeah it's 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 a it's an interesting time i almost feel like the the whole world has been reset a little bit to the point where everyone obviously it's not equal but everyone has a relatively similar amount of social anxiety coming back out yeah cuz even the yeah. even the people who aren't necessarily like extra careful are still a bit awkward like we mm-hmm. like we as people are learning how to be around each other again and, oh, yeah. and I think that some of it is, you know, I don't know. I <laughs> this is home for me. This is this is this is what I do. I'm I'm an, I'm a weird guy. And, and right, yeah. For other people, I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, welcome to the club. No, no, it is just like it gives me. It hides who I am. I can get in and out. Of, I have a reason to shop very quickly. <laughs> And just be in and out. It, no one w- really wants to make small talk as much in stores. It's uh, yeah, that's my deal, man. What's the what's the greatest lengths that you've gone to avoid small talk with a person? Ooh, that's a good question. Because I've done it. 
I am I'm the type of person that if I see my neighbor outside and I have to go outside for something, I will wait till I see them go back in. I'm absolutely that person. We have these new, <laughs> we have these new neighbors, and it's little kids across the street, and they're sweet kids, but they're obsessed with our dogs. Yeah. So I this happened today. I saw the kids were outside playing, having a good time, and I waited for them to go elsewhere before I let the dogs out to pee, just because I didn't. I talk to children. I also, though, yesterday I subbed for first grade, so I'm pretty fucking over kids right now. <laughs> Dude. I was, I was about ready to strangle a class full of six-year-olds. I, <laughs> I was done, man. I don't have that patience. Oh, man. I texted Jess. I texted Jess by 9 a.m. said I will never say yes to first grade ever again. <laughs> I mean, that's a good thing, or else you'd have to edit this part out. <laughs> no, I know, I know. <laughs> but like, Josh, Josh, no lie, I bought a bottle of whiskey on the way home. Jeez. <laughs> I texted Jess and said, "Do you want anything from the liquor store? I'm getting a bottle of whiskey." Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So my hat is off to elementary teachers. I don't know why you made that horrible decision to do that, <laughs> but. I do not have it in me. Yeah, I feel like most saints are saints by accident. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what do you talk to the teacher after school, too? They're all just kind of burnt out, too, but they've just learned how to compartmentalize with it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like, a, it's like us in bachelorette parties, you know? We learn how to deal with them. And that's what a room full of first graders are. It's just it's just a bachelorette party fucking Woo! with your set. Woo! Yeah, exactly. Woo! What? What do you say? <laughs> what are you wooing? I don't know. Yeah. Friends. That's that's what she said. Ha ha. <laughs> I've had have you ever I've had people at I had a guy at a comedy show like the within like the first five minutes he just kept saying that's what she said to all my jokes. And it did not work. It did not make sense. Yeah. You can't just say that's what she said after everything. Yeah, like you just can't. It it's not always a, a punchline to something. Yeah, and and knowing kept him, doing it, he probably didn't have the timing to get it right. Like, oh god, like no! Then, it would, I would be in the I would be in the next sentence and be like, "That's what she said." I'm like, "Sir, that doesn't fucking work." I he was one I went at hard. Yeah, <laughs> just even, like you can't just say that nonstop, you idiot. The only way it would work <laughs> is if you were like, "Man, someone's got to get this guy out of here," and he's like, "That's what she's saying." <laughs> Then, then he might even win you back. But like I said, he probably didn't yeah. have the self awareness or the timing. No. Yeah, yeah. Because if you can, if you can land it, you'll win me back. I'll, then I'll be friends with you. If you can actually get a laugh out of me from the audience, but uh, no, he he did not. No, he sounds like a monster. That was almost bad as the guy who kept saying just Harambe. This was, and this was like a couple months ago, and he's like something Harambe. I'm just like, motherfucker, that's like a six year old reference. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of like I don't know. I always feel a bit bad for oh God, I, just, I just realized that wasn't a couple months ago. It was like nine months ago. It was a couple months before the pandemic started. <laughs> I just realized that timeline did not add up. What were you saying? I'm sorry. Oh no, just I feel I do feel bad for hecklers sometimes because I'm like, oh, like you like you want to do this so bad, but you're, yeah. but you're too scared, but you're weirdly not too scared to ruin it. 
Like you would think that some of that, <laughs> some of that fear that you have about public speaking and getting on stage and stuff like that, you would still have when you're, but your your nightmares of what doing stand up would be like are realized when you're a heckler because no one likes you. Everyone wants you to shut up. <laughs> Every, like you yep. know what I mean? Like that. Like yeah. It's such a weird self fulfilling prophecy. It's like you're too scared to do stand up, but you heckle. And then everyone feels the way about you that you're scared they feel about you if you start doing stand-up. Right, yeah. No, that's that's absolutely true. Because those people always are the ones who, after the show, are just like, ah, I was just trying to help you out. You know, they're they're always those ones who think they're adding something. They think they're helping. Yeah. You know, so they, I don't know, There, there is just a, there's some sort of gap they have like in their mind that they can't connect especially when you start dogging them and like making fun of them and that makes the audience laugh i think some of them think then like yes this is for me it's like no it's at you dumbass yeah yeah it's at you i'm glad you're laughing at it because it makes me feel less bad because now now i'm gonna go even further because you're laughing at it yeah (laughs) but they're they're laughing they're laughing at my jokes about you Man, if only bullying worked that way. If only when you were getting bullied, you could also be like, ah, that's pretty that's pretty good. And it's a joke <laughs> about me, so it's like I'm telling it. Ah, that's pretty yeah. dope. That's that's how I diffuse people who are being hostile towards me for no reason. Yeah. I will just I mean, and this is not to I, I don't get bullied by high schoolers, but every now and then like you have a kid where I'm subbing, one will try to like rib me or something or challenge me a little bit mm-hmm. and they'll try to like make a joke about me and, I, and i'll just go like good one and then they don't know what to do after that they have no idea what to do yeah they get they get totally deflated because they want you to get pissed off yeah yeah and they want me to I want, they want me to like send them to the hall or go to the and i'm just like yeah nice anyway get out your computers <laughs> and they have no idea what to do with that yeah man it's it's, it's like it's like dude i've i've gotten off stage and been called a gay slur nine times in a row to my face it's like yeah by a guy by a drunk guy who had to shut up so it's like you know i can handle this sure i mean it it is weird how i don't know i i i in in this trip especially this trip to go on the road and everything it was very weird to do it again in a way that was kind of like the normal way, like kind of like before, but still had all of the the umbrella effects of the moment we're living yeah. in. It's it's like everything is a bit weird. And and I know that that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's okay because that's just reality. But I, I think that right. some of it I'm like, man, when are we going <laughs> to... When are we going to... I don't know. I don't know if there is like a normal again. Because I think that even even us trying to get back to I think it <laughs> I think that us trying to get back to normal is gonna weirdly be like when you're middle aged and you try to be in your twenties again because you're like trying too hard <laughs> like like before yeah. it was just natural and now you're like yeah yeah I'm I'm out here <laughs> licking an ice yeah. cream cone in the open air it's like yeah fine. Right. <laughs> do that yeah no no right now all of society is uh, a 42 year old man who just got divorced from his high school girlfriend you know so he's finally <laughs> finally gonna get back his 20s he never had <laughs> and we're all gonna just be weird about it yeah yeah 
I heard something earlier, but I don't know what that was. It was a door or something. Yeah, I think it was our freezer. Oh, really? Dude, our freezer. We need a new fridge. <laughs> we do. We need we need a new fridge because honestly, sometimes especially when you're living in an apartment and you don't know when you're when or if you're gonna renew your lease and stuff like that. You you have all these little things, all these little band-aids for your life that you're like, oh, I'll just do that the next time or I'll like whatever. And I think that to a certain degree, um, it we should have got a new fridge a long time ago. And every time we're like, will we renew our lease? Could we just leave this broke-ass fridge behind? You know, whatever. And I do think that now, now it's getting insane. My fridge screams when I open it. It's not just like... <laughs> It's not even just a little creaking. It's like a full-on yell. Like if you go, if you get up for a midnight snack, you will wake up whoever else is in this apartment because it's right. It's a shout. It's in pain every time I open it. Is, is that a recent thing? I don't remember that when I stayed with you at all. It's that. That's only the most recent thing in a slew of problems with my fridge. Um, <laughs> this, the fridge also. The shelves and the drawers in the fridge, like a little crisper, all that stuff like that, they are mm. also consistently stuck like metal, even though they're plastic. You would think someone welded the drawer closed. And I know I didn't because I put blueberries in there yesterday. So I, I was able to open and close it yesterday. But today, today for some reason, it, it decides not to open on Wednesdays. So now I am yanking at the fridge so hard I'm scared I'm going to break the drawer, right? I'm like, right. I have to take a stance. I have to get – I have to sh- like actually widen my stance and put <laughs> – force and use both hands to pull this fridge door open and right. and then the drawer will like the drawer will look like it's about to snap and then it will open so easily that it makes me feel crazy mm-hmm. like my fridge feels like you know like those bullies that would that you you know you grab something and they'd hold on to it real tight and then you'd pull and pull and pull and then they just let it go let go yeah that's what my fridge does Cause then it also doesn't open twice. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I I I wish I was yeah. kidding. My fridge, when you close it, I hey man, first one is free. Yeah. Okay. When you cl- second that second one, what are you gonna do for me? When you close this door, when it happens, when the door is closed, it cannot be reopened for at least like a minute. And there's no time safe thing on. This yeah. isn't a futuristic fridge. Yeah. It, do- it doesn't have to repressurize. No, it just, <laughs> for whatever reason, when you close it, it seals so tight. And I've had to get in there with the tips of my fingers against the, the, the plastic and really like pull. Like I had to put my foot, I had to put my foot on the cabinet to gain more leverage so that I could rip it open. And right. and it's just it's it's why it's not even keeping the food that cold. <laughs> and then if you if you if you by even by accident if you slam it like even if you're just walking away and let it slam it will open the freezer door. So now now mm-hmm. I'm ruining food and I and and I have to I have to now be mindful of how gently I close it. Because sometimes even when you close it gently, it'll pop the the freezer door open. Right. 
And so you can't slam it. You can't close it too gently. It's like a, it, it's like a swing that you have to get used to. <laughs> it's like a, it's like those certain types of metal that you can't cut into, but if you drop it a certain way, it'll shatter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like that. It's both, it's both a strong box that will not be opened, but also will just fall apart. Maybe there was one point where I was sure this is, and I never, I never, <laughs> I never told my girlfriend this, but I, there was one point where I, I was almost sure that someone else was living in here and putting stuff in the fridge because there were things in the fridge that I didn't buy. And then I'd ask her if she bought wait, it. Wait, wait, this is this is now a completely different issue from the door not being able to open. Look, this unless you were trying to say this some sort of sentient fridge. Listen, all I'm saying is I have found sauces yeah. that I have no recollection of <laughs> that she also didn't buy, and I'm like, hey, we're the only two in here. So like either you right. bought it or I bought it. Like like a bottle of sauce or like packets. No, a bottle of sauce. Okay, because packets just come and shit, and you always end up with mystery. Yeah, yeah, I, packets, I can roll but... with that. But these were this, this whole bottle's barbecue sauce, and I'm like, when when would I have bought this? Right. I don't remember buying this at all. And this because this happened a long time ago. But yeah, there was a time where I was like, there were like three things in the fridge where I was like. Is somebody living here while we're not here? Like, is somebody, <laughs> is somebody just yeah. figured out our schedule, and then when we leave for work, they they come through and then put yeah. the barbecue sauce on whatever meats they also bought that we didn't buy? Because I'm paying too high a rent for this to be a timeshare. Yeah. This is, they, they need to kick in, or at least help yeah. us get a new fridge. <laughs> Dude. Well, I'm... I'm sorry that's happening to you. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you're you're fighting your fridge. Yeah. Oh, and it and it sometimes it'll like sometimes it'll let all the magnets go. It's just <laughs> wait, wait, what do, you, what do you mean? Like they'll just fall off? Or? Yeah, it just decides when it wants to be strong. <laughs> it just. Wait, so you think <laughs> you think the fridge decides to not be magnetic at some point? Why are you talking to me like I'm the one that I'm not the one I'm, that makes all the I'm magnets exploring. fall off? <laughs> I just like that you think it's the fridge's fault so what? and the magnets aren't getting weak. Okay, look, maybe magnets are getting weak, but how every how time are, you drop a magnet, it gets less powerful. How are all the magnets getting weaker at the same time because sometimes I won't even open fridge I'll walk past the fridge not touch the fridge and three magnets will fall off <laughs> and it's like it's like but what what caused that the wind of me walking by yeah. that's crazy yeah. that doesn't I didn't touch anything and the I mean were you fucking fell. running man were you trucking no not at all <laughs> really not at all I was finding a different snack because I can't open my fridge <laughs> I was going to the cabinet to get a dry snack because all the fresh produce snacks are in the fridge and they're locked up for the moment. Can't access right. them. So then I get some sunflower seeds and I walk by the fridge and then like eight magnets fall like coins. <laughs> it's so frustrating. It's like either be a magnet or don't. <laughs> A 
That's a that's a good stance to have. We should get that put on a T-shirt. That should, that should be our first podcast merch. A T-shirt just says "Either be a magnet or don't." Uh, I feel I feel well, like uh, you are. Yeah, what do you feel like I'm doing? Yeah, you're you not taking like? this seriously at all. Like I'm like, <laughs> if anything, I'm, if the if we were two people, I think you'd be taking the fridge aside right about now because you seem to think it's hilarious that this happened I mean, to me. But you aren't mad at the fridge too. Okay, well, first off, you said if we were two people, we are. Uh, I met me in and, the fridge. <laughs> oh, okay. Because even with the fridge not being a person, I'm kind of taking the fridge's side. Uh, what Does this fridge do anything else? Any, anything else weird? Any other grievances you have with it? It's just, so it's it's the drawers that are a big issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then the doors... And then I feel like it it can't decide what it wants to freeze and what it wants to let stay Just warm. Keep cool. Yeah. Cause I feel like depending on where you put things in the fridge, obviously sometimes you put something a little higher, lower, all this stuff like that. I get that. Right, yeah. But I'm talking about things that are both on the top shelf. Like it, it's like only the left side of my fridge wants to be cold. Yeah. It's not even, you know, so so you, uh, so do you have stuff in your fridge that ends up frozen? Mm-hmm. But but then other stuff that won't be frozen at all? Yeah. Okay. So adjusting the temperature on the fridge doesn't do anything? I mean, why 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 would you try to work with something that doesn't work? Like like I I just I I just described to you that the fridge is so temperamental that the left side <laughs> fridge fridge shouldn't even have sides. <laughs> Well, now what does that even mean? It means just cool everything the same. Just cool. <laughs> Your right side doesn't get to go on strike. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's that's fair. I mean, how old is this fridge? Do you know? I have no idea. It was here when we got here, so maybe it's right. a haunted fridge. I have no idea. I was gonna say this. I mean, yeah, I'm glad we're getting close to Halloween, and you've brought up this. Yeah. <laughs> this ghost fridge <laughs> that seems to have a mind of its own. <laughs> a kid, a, a kid that uh, I went to school with. His <laughs> this cracked me up, and I don't know why, because I'm living through my own personal hell right now with my fridge, but. Uh, <laughs> This kid that I knew in school, his fridge caught on fire. And I was like, how? What? Yeah, but it's from the wall. Like, it caught, like it was electrical fire. <laughs> but still, <laughs> it was just so no, funny. No, Because I was yeah. like, how, is, how did it not put it out? <laughs> it's a fridge. Should have made the fire a little colder. <laughs> Yeah, it does it? Oh, it didn't have the little slot for ice cubes to come out. Well, that's your problem, right yeah, there. Man. Yeah, yeah. You, you should have pressed that right when the fire yeah. started. Then you could just throw it, them behind the fridge. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah, what's if a, it's got the got the little spout that you can get a cup of water out of it? That fridge would took care of itself. Yeah, that's your fault. You got to upgrade your shit. That's what happens. That's what happens. I had my first apartment or second apartment in Chicago. Um, back when I w- lived in Chicago in college, uh, <clears throat> in college, my little voice cracked there. Uh, we had this old ass fridge to where it had the metal coils on top that would basically freeze almost. You actually had to, <laughs> we had to refill the fridge at one point with like Freon so it could work. 
Because when we first moved in, it was kind of like you were talking about everything we put on the top shelf, straight up block of ice, frozen. And everything down below went bad. And it was like, how the fuck does that even happen? And then we realized, like, the coils were frozen. They actually had ice on them. And then, uh, you know, we called the landlord. He was this old old Greek guy. And uh, he was just like, he was just like, fridge still good. We're like, no, it, does, it doesn't work. Like, we're like, our milk went bad overnight. But then the other stuff on top is frozen. And he's like, no, the fridge is still good. I will come by tomorrow with my guy. And we're like, for what? Just get a new fridge. And they come in and they got this giant can of Freon or, or whatever it is, or, or nitrogen, liquid nitrogen. I have no idea what they put in it. But so they dragged the fridge out and they jacked this tube into it. And the two of them are just talking back and forth, just like, oh, these fridges last forever. Oh, hell yeah. Like just hyping each other up about how goddamn cool this fridge is and how long it'll last. Oh, my God. And like, yeah. And it was just them, them just convincing us that no, this old broken fucking fridge, you, you should be happy you have it. You should be thrilled that you have this antique in your kitchen. <laughs> and we had to find like the perfect temperature to have it at that the coils wouldn't freeze. Because once they froze, it, then the fridge wouldn't work properly. Wow. I mean, yeah. it's when you were first. I once reached for something in the back and I got my hand, the skin on my hand got stuck to the. <laughs> <laughs> the coils oh, on top. God. Like a co- <laughs> like a light pole outside at winter. <laughs> so yeah, I almost got trapped in my fridge, Josh. I don't want to hear it. I mean, when you told me that the guy was like, I'm gonna come down with my guy, I thought they were gonna do it to come convince the fridge. To be right. a fridge again. Th- yeah, I mean. Or they're going to take it out back and shoot it. Yeah, they were going to come by <laughs> and they were going to talk to the fridge, open the door, yeah. whisper into it. Yeah. You, we got a problem. Yeah. We got a problem. Hey, man. Come on, these are new tenants. Be cool, all right? All right. Don't make they me come back rent. here and beat the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just fucking talked 20 minutes about fridges. Yeah, but it was an Pretty important happy. discussion that needed to be had. It was. I think we we got a lot covered. Because people think. don't. Sometimes people don't know what you're going through unless you tell them. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I've met a couple people that have very, <laughs> very strange hobbies. And have you ever heard of uh, toy voyaging? Toy voyaging? Yeah, toy voyaging. No, I have not. You, okay, let me, maybe I should even look up the official definition. Um, let me see. I'm gonna. <laughs> this is okay. okay. <laughs> so basically, I'm excited to learn whatever this is. Okay, so basically, toy voyaging is when you can send your your toy on vacation to another part of the world and you can host someone else's toy and people do take it like very, very seriously. And yeah. they, they give their toy life missions that they wish they could fulfill and they'll host complete travel journals and take photographs of the toy on vacation. So it's like mm-hmm. a travel vlogger, but a toy. Yeah. It, well, it's like, it's like a more extreme version of a flat Stanley. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you remember those? Yeah. Remember flat Stanleys? But it's, but it's. Because you would just, but you would just send those somewhere. Someone would take a picture and be like, ah, you're fucking flat Stanleys here. Am I right? Yeah. And then they'd send it elsewhere. But this is like someone shows the toy around, huh? So, yeah, people will like, like a Barbie is a good example because there's lots of like right. Instagram Barbie on like yeah. Machu Picchu type thing. When, and when you're a white girl, you can pretty much go anywhere you want. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, try that. Try that as a black GI Joe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. See how yeah. far you're getting. Yeah, Let's say white Barbie's not getting. Uh, she's not getting randomly checked at any <laughs> airlines, you know. <laughs> Dude, but they're they're very serious about it, and right, and um, so in this in in this one scenario where this guy, I don't actually know the toy that was that was sent around and mm-hmm. everything but so i don't know if it was a barbie specifically or if it was a different action figure or something but it was like they would get people to take the pictures they host other toys all the stuff you're supposed to do when you're toy voyaging right <laughs> yes and then wow there, there was this one guy who the whole reason i found out about this thing is because a friend a friend of a friend does it. So my friend was telling me, he was like, oh, yeah, my friend has this weird thing that he does. And I was like, what is it? And he explained the full toy voyaging thing, right? Mm-hmm. So what he said happened was that he was hosting another person's toy and had sent his toy over to, like, I think it was just Mexico. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't actually that far out of the States, right? Okay. And then the guy calls him it tells him like everything was going great on the trip and everything, uh, but we had an accident. <laughs> we had we had an accident and something happened. <laughs> and then and then the guy is like, "What? What?" What? She was taken by the cartel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay a hundred thousand dollars. Are they gonna chop her? If you ever want to see her again, <laughs> they're gonna send back plastic fingers if we don't Ooh. pay this ransom. What at a Call time. the consulate. <laughs> so he was like, but we had a little accident. And <laughs> And so then as, as he was like, what, what happened? He was like, well, we wanted to get a, a, a special shot of this Vista. And so I put. <laughs> I'm just predicting all of my own endings to the story with every word you say. And all of them are fun. So I put him, I put him on a rock. Right. And mm-hmm. so I put him on that rock. And then as I was like posing him to take the picture, I, I took a step back. And when I took a step back, another another rock came out of nowhere and crushed him. And, <laughs> and so so then the guy on the other line is like, wait, wait, are you trying to say <laughs> are you trying to say he's like broken? <laughs> The doll died in an avalanche. And I was like, was like, yeah, like I guess as I was like trying to fashion the rocks the right way, I must have loosened one, and then it fell How on. How big it. of a 
fucking rock did you lose? I mean, I have no idea, but this also seems like a very small toy. Still. And then, and then, so the well, luckily, one of my life dreams was to die in a landslide. So, <laughs> I guess we covered it. That's what this whole thing's for. And so then, the 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 rock like like crushed a little or made it break. I like I don't know the right. particulars of how it broke. All I know is it right. was in pieces. So then, so then, this guy that sent it over to Mexico is talking to the other guy, and this is a quick sidebar thing. In the in the story that he told people about this, like as he talks to mm-hmm. other people, he was like, "You, you, I mean, you would honestly think that his dog died or something." He was like, "The way yeah, that I he was gonna says say, pieces, he can't say pieces without falling apart." Josh, right now is just like he shouldn't be telling people about this. First off, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he shouldn't be telling anyone. I should story. know about at least this. not out of nowhere. Yeah, they at least should know you really well before you launch into. So I sent my toy to Mexico, and you'll never fucking believe what happened. <laughs> and so then the guy he immediately gets upset, and it's like, well, w- you know, what are we gonna do about this? Like, I can't. I, I like, are you? And he's like, I can try to send it back, and he's like, that that's not gonna help. I don't know if I can. Yeah. I don't know if I can put it back together. And he's like, well, I just wanted to let you know. Because I'm really sorry. And he went, I'm sorry, too. (sighs) Does this go where I hope and pray it's going? And this guy, while on the phone, broke that other dude's toy. (laughs) (laughs) He broke it on speakerphone. He fucking FaceTimed him and sent him a beheading video of the Barbie. Oh my God. That's ruthless. Isn't that isn't that so intense? That's so fucking intense. I'm sorry too. Oh. Oops. Oh. Your toy just had an accident too. Yeah. Oh my god. And I god. bet you're not gonna want it back in the pieces I have it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh. That's that's so good. I'm so glad I don't know his name because I may have accidentally said it if I did. Like it was like <laughs> <laughs> Well and, and I don't wanna you know, I don't wanna make anyone feel bad for doing uh, toy voyaging. It sounds like a worthwhile thing to do uh but don't <laughs> don't a, get so into it that you don't get so into it that you're ready to <laughs> kill toys <laughs> that you're ready to get your revenge by oh you take one of my sons i'll take one of yours like don't i can't send them back alive <laughs> yeah it'd be great if the the first guy actually didn't break the toy he just found out that toy was very rare and worth a lot of money yeah i mean it sounds like, like oh they broke him shoot it does sound as if he was sending around a toy he really shouldn't have been. That was too expensive to be sent around because it seemed yeah. like it was a collectible on top of being his like toy yeah. to voyage. Well, and if it broke it, like I'd want to send something that's more malleable, you, you know, a plastic toy. If something like a rock falls on it and it breaks into pieces, I mean, I guess that can do it to like hard plastic, but something like a Barbie, that's also a good one to send because that's there, you know, that little more rubbery. 
plastic. You know what I wonder I if know. anyone's ever done is is the same thing is like toy voyaging, but with like a giant bunny that you win at the circus. <laughs> <laughs> So it was just a guy yeah. lugging around a giant yeah. bunny. Well, yeah, that you have to actually buy an airline seat. Yeah, like you can't just you can't just ship that. Someone's got to they, they got to stand out front of the airport with a little sign that's like Mister Fluffles, and wait for it to come down the. And it's just like escalator. swinging back and forth. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I just sent uh, an actual mannequin. <laughs> It's like a big G.I. Joe. I don't know. I mean, it used to work at um, American Eagle, but it's kind of in between jobs now. You be careful with it, though, because that's my husband. Uh, That's wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. As far as weird hobbies, I've I've had the fortune of meeting a good amount of people who who like at least dabble in a cool thing. Because, you know, like soap carvings one. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, no, yeah it's like we had to do it in like middle school art. Yeah, but some people take it like super serious. Like yeah. like a, like there was a guy um, who worked. I think he actually worked at Trader Joe's with me and he did it like a little bit on the side. But he showed yeah. me a picture of his and it was beautiful. It was like it was insanely yeah. good. And he had done like um, he had made he had basically made the piece of soap look like an avocado with like all the texture right. and stuff. I was blown away. I, I've seen like the the sped up videos, the kind of like time lapse videos of doing those, and it's infuriating how easy they make that look. Yeah, yeah. Because it literally just started like I don't know. Here's an outline of a fish, and then I'll cut that off, and then here's a couple that boom, it looks very realistic. And it's like get fucked. Because <laughs> I I had to carve a fish out of soap in high school and. Similar to the toy voyage story, I didn't want to finish it, so my soap fish had an accident, quote unquote. <laughs> I had a couple of art projects in school that had accidents. You'll never believe what happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, because that would she made the mistake of telling us, like, oh, well, sometimes there's an air bubble in the soap, so it'll just crumble. And so I was getting to the point, I was getting frustrated with it. I'm just like, oops, looks like there was an air bubble. <laughs> You said that like a real crazy person. Yeah. Oh, no. I guess I failed this one. Oops. Looks like there was a soap bubble. (laughs) Air is everywhere. Got air all over the place. I'd love if your hands are my hands are covered in air. I'd love if your lie was just that poorly told. Like, yeah, you should have seen it. Air was spurting everywhere. I mean, I literally, I like snapped it in half just sitting in class and was like, ah, oh, darn. Because there was a, there was something else you could do that was like on paper that was just easier. So I'm like, yeah. I'll do that. Um, I also, I also broke a, a clay, it was a vase or, or no, it was a, it was a box that you were making out of different clay slabs and you designed them forever. And I got frustrated with it. So it, uh, quote unquote, broke. Jeez. <laughs> Why are you, you're, you're sounding like your own fridge guy now. Like it had a little accident. Yeah. Yeah, because it knows what it did. I'm just saying, it's a warning to the other art projects. I already tried to use a weapon. What? What other? Yeah, I tried reasoning with it, Josh. What other? What, what t- other warnings do you need? I have a couple friends who used to LARP, mm-hmm. and uh, like hardcore, like out in a park with swords and everything. Do like an away camp. 
yeah. like like a oh, full really? on like they would they so it would be like a retreat and they would all it's yeah. like when, the way we do comedy festivals it's like they would all pitch in however yeah. much money and that would take care of their uh food and then they would they mm. bring tents and then they'd mm. have like three battles a day or whatever man if you invite enough people, then boom, you got a Ren Fair going. Yeah, yeah. And some of them. <laughs> That's how Ren Fair started. It's just an accident. <laughs> <laughs> some of them t- took it very seriously and looked very cool, but it it, it did remind me of uh, the <laughs> this one kid would do. The, there were a group of kids back in Louisiana who whose version of LARPing was to play Quidditch, um, mm-hmm. like on foot and everything. And I remember this one kid, he, I don't fully understand how to play Quidditch on foot. I barely understand the Harry Potter rules, but all I know is this one kid was running broom between legs, had the Quidditch and everything. And (laughs) I think he was just like, had the Quidditch and everything. (laughs) I mean, this, is it the snitch or the Quidditch? The snitch is like the thing you're chasing. Yeah. He had, I, that's like the extent I know. I don't know much more, but I just yeah, I, I just love saying that's like that's like being like and so you know and then he's 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 running with the touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like basically he, so he's running, and I think he was just in his with zone. the broom between his legs. That's gotta be hard to run gracefully. Yeah, with the broom between your legs. Oh, he won't be running for long. So then yeah. this kid just is fully feeling himself, right? So he mm. decides to just go for it. And maybe maybe for a second he thought Harry Potter was real. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> maybe he knew somebody would be taking a picture if he scored. But he yeah. fully jumps with all of his might, right. jumps, oh, and, no. like, rides the broom for a second, like, actually pulls his legs under right. him and looks like he's mm. riding the broom for, like, a full second and then mm. just fully shoots that broomstick into another kid's leg. (laughs) So you had like a full on hospital injury. Oh no. Cause that's the thing. That was my first thought was like, that's a tough one to explain (laughs) at the hospital. Like it's, it's fine if that's your hobby and you have fun doing that. Your friends get together. If anyone has a thing they like doing with people, that's great. But if you got to go in and someone's like, oh, my God, how would you sustain this injury? And the first thing you say is, you know, Harry Potter. <laughs> because this is like, here's the thing. So there's a there's a game in that that we can't play, but we try to. Because we're all like 14 at the time. So Harry Potter is just like fresh right. out. Like the books aren't even done coming out yet. So you yeah. you would have to. Everyone knows what Harry Potter is now. But back right. when it happened, you would have to explain to an er nurse like all right so there's a woman named jk rowling and she wrote a series of books and in it is a game and like you would have to go down that full road because now Mm -hmm. it's kind of a thing like like i've even seen people do that in the in the park in new york is have like quidditch matches and stuff really yeah Hmm. yeah people do it not that people do it it's just i don't know seems like something you do in private (laughs) No, no, I don't. I just I've I've never seen a uh, a live Quidditch LARP. I don't even know if I've seen like real LARPing aside again from like a, a Ren Fair, dude. Which is just is just souped up LARPing, and it is. I I um, I've only ever seen a couple of like 
LARPing events, and one of them, one of them right. was a like a wedding I was walking by, and and it was just in mm. the park, and it was just like obviously these people LARP together, and they're a tight knit group, so they were having this wedding. But uh, I will tell you that if you see LARPing, like a LARPing <laughs> battle in in real life, mm-hmm. and you don't know you're about to see it, it looks. It 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 look it looks like people are going to die because even though yeah. they are sometimes foam swords and like plastic shields, the way these people go in on each other, oh yeah, yeah. is is it was I thought I was watching a riot and then I realized like oh they're all like kind of painted blue like maybe the, <laughs> yeah. there's no real reason to be too alarmed. Well, especially now with everything that's going on in in our country and and all the you know the increasing you know scary things happening, if I just then saw like a battle happening in a park, I'd be like, oh shit, it went down, <laughs> society crumbled. Like I'd start just pushing people next to me. I <laughs> I go get a real sword if I just saw that happening. <laughs> but like with those those groups like that, like LARPing groups or Anything that's like that's really intense, like role playing stuff. I know a lot of those are, are kind of. I don't. I don't mean this derisively, but like kind of nerd people or you know uh, theater folk as well. Yeah, call you them. can say and, it because I am both. <laughs> and, and so am yeah, I. So yeah. am I too. I'm, I'm a theater kid too. I just I would I never got as intense as some of my uh, my brethren. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the one thing I know about those groups who have very specific hobbies and they all get together and stuff, I know uh, just everyone gets fingered. Like that's just that is a freaky deaky. That is a freaky deaky group. All those groups that have that specific. <laughs> sorry for being so gross, but those no, but those You're groups not, get freaky. Just, that's so funny. <laughs> I knew uh, we used to go to the Ren Fair all the time. Me and a couple of friends, and one of my buddies had uh, a coworker who worked at one of the Ren Fairs we went to, right? And she was just like, ask me, she was like, what do you guys want to know about like behind Ren Fairs, how they work? And my first question, I'm just like, how freaky does it get here at night when everyone's gone? She's like, oh, she goes, oh, everyone's fucking each other. Because everyone's just camped out there. All the Ren Fair people, they all camp out for the weekend. Yeah. And if if you know, a couple weeks, if you haven't caught on yet, Ren Fair is a Renaissance Fair. Renaissance Fair. Yeah, I figured people would know. But yeah, that's true. Renaissance Fair. So everyone's dressed up like knights and ladies, and they all walk around. Oh, good morrow, and all this shit, and and so and some of them, you know, my uh, my friend Caleb refers to it as top tit, where you know they have the, those, you know the the really tight dresses that then push up. Yeah, yeah. Their boobs, you know, you know the really the corsets yeah, that really, yeah, that really push. Uh, there's a lot of those. Uh, you know, a lot of women are doing that. So it's like it's just all these just horny nerds who who are really getting to just showcase their hobby for a couple weeks right so they kind of feel like celebrities yeah so like my yeah the, this friend that that worked at the the ren fair was just like she's like oh yeah every everyone fucks and it's like oh yeah the 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 fire whip guy and the contortionist they're married but they swing and uh and then <laughs> and she was she was like she's like oh a couple years ago like everyone got gonorrhea <laughs> just it's because everyone's just she's like oh yeah she's like some she's like some will partner up for like the run she's like but some people would be it'll be a different camper every night full-on medieval everybody got gonorrhea (laughs) straight up man yeah Uh, did everyone get gout too (laughs) 
<laughs> from from eating all the the turkey all legs, that mutton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was it was the answer I wanted. It was the only question I asked her. Was just like, is everyone fucking nonstop when this is over? Because I bet that's what's happening, dude. Okay, so I've never met anyone that has done this, but have you ever heard of extreme ironing? No. So apparently, I didn't even think this was real until I Googled it. Uh, but some someone told me about it, and I was like, that's not a thing. You're just making stuff up. And then apparently, there are people, it's like competitive, and they will do ironing in extreme situations. Like hanging off of cliffs. <laughs> wait, okay, wait. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Hold the fucking phone. Hold on. Okay. I thought it was going to be... Like ironing really fast or something. I thought it was gonna be about the ironing. I didn't realize it was gonna be ironing in extreme situations. I thought it was gonna be people just trying to like iron as fast and furiously and like neatly as possible, like kind of a like a trick or whatever. I didn't realize it was someone on one of the goddamn deadliest catch crab boats trying to iron a goddamn blanket. I didn't realize that's what it was. I'm going to, I'm going to just to make sure I'm getting it right. I'm going to look up the description really quick because it's not, I also thought that I thought it would be like a supermarket sweep of ironing. (laughs) Yeah. How many, can you iron all these shirts in a minute? Yeah. It's not that at all. It is a full on, like we are, we are hanging off of something or the one that makes the least sense to me. So here, here's a, a general description of it. Um, it's a competitive sport that involves ironing laundry, but in more extreme situations, such as while rock climbing, kayaking, or even skydiving. And so even if you pull it off, I don't even know how, I don't know how it works. I don't know the rule system or anything or point system, but I feel like skydiving one. Are you ironing your own parachute? Dude, (laughs) you gotta, you gotta get it done before you die. I would be so scared that in the skydiving one you're ironing, but then if you let go at any point, it just goes right through your parachute. (laughs) Well, or or I'm thinking you drop it and then it just it splits a car in half because with that with that trajectory you've just you've just made a small meteor splits a car in half oh my gosh you've given me so many things I have to google tonight cuz I got to I got to get into toy voyages and extreme ironing now I got to see what all that's about. I actually should look up toy voyaging too, because I don't know what I've, I've only ever seen someone do it with a Barbie. I've never seen like, I'm right. sure people do it with piggy banks and a bunch of other stuff. Maybe who knows? But yeah, those are just a couple things that I was like, I, I did not know they were a thing. And then there are people who are very passionate about them to the point to where they will kill others toys. <laughs> I'm sorry too. <laughs> just got refunded. Uh, oh god damn, that's good. You're not gonna oh, want to hang up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna send your toy on its next voyage. And then a different part of it on another voyage. You'll never see all of it at once again. Yeah. 
just get five different photos at once from different corners of the world. It would be so funny if he was still mailing them to him. Like still mailing yeah. the pictures of just like one little hand <laughs> that's in like Venezuela. Just a picture of the doll buried up to its neck. <laughs> and then you see a lawnmower behind it. You th- <laughs> listening to the josh johnson show if you want to follow us on social you can find me at josh johnson comedy on instagram at josh johnson on twitter at josh johnson comedy on youtube and josh J. comedy on facebook and if you're looking for logan you can find me uh on instagram at logan m nielsen uh and then if you want to email us at all to either send us a topic or just drop us a line whatever that's uh josh johnson show at gmail.com uh, we have usually, you know, we read some here and there. We have a lot in the bank that we're going to get to. Don't worry. We're going to get to all of them, uh, but we're getting some awesome emails from people. And if you could uh, go ahead and uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify or click whatever vague verb it means you know what we're doing on whatever app you use, yeah. do it. I don't know what they all do. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> And please leave us a review. We love to read them. And the five-star reviews really do help us. They really do help with our visibility. And, yeah, we love reading the reviews. Uh, We'll read probably some of those next time, too. Um, Yes. The end. I ran out of things to say. (laughs) 